Legos can also be used as a theft deterrent or an intruder. That's right. You know, <laughs> yep. spread them out on the yeah, floor. Yeah, just put them on the Kevin floor. McAllister. That and, hurts yeah. more than, yeah. <laughs> Well, thank you for joining us for another episode of The Bridge Podcast, and this time we're discussing a whole cluster of cool stories, right, Mark? That's right. This is our Hope for Humanity, Volume 2. Dose. So tell us a little bit about this, Mark, real quick. Hope yeah. for Humanity. What do you mean? Yeah, so, I mean, if, if you're on social media, sometimes you're, you're just kind of scrolling endlessly, and every once in a while somebody will share some random video of like an act of kindness or something similar and a common thing that people will kind of repost is this phrase like wow that there is hope for humanity like there are still good right. people out there there are good things happening and i thought why not why not let the podcast have an episode dedicated to that where yeah. we where we just talk about people or, or things that people have done that they didn't have to, but mm -hmm. but it really is making the world a better place. Yeah, I totally agree. And we got some good feedback on the last episode of Hope for Humanity. So hopefully this time we've got some really cool stories for you as well. We're joined, of course, by Mark Dickey from The Afternoon Show. Howdy. I'm Andrew Jackson, Director of Marketing. Denise Harper is here from The Morning Show. Hello. Hello, Denise. And we are joined by Ben Sorrells, our Special Events Coordinator. How are you, bud? All right, all right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> That's super. <laughs> Listen, we are so glad that you could join us for another episode. I've been watching the trends, and um, whenever you appear as a guest on an episode of the Bridge Podcast, <laughs> our numbers just skyrocket. So thank you for paying all of those people in Japan to download our episode. You know, it's a labor of love. Yeah. But I consider it a donation. No, okay. <laughs> we are really like thankful to have you on, Ben. It's thank a you. really pleasure to speak with you about these topics. I think he's just taking all of the like all of his kids and like relatives iPads and phones and just, and just downloading them. it. <laughs> That's right. That's cool. <laughs> so follow Ben's example. You can subscribe to our podcast on iTunes. You can also pick us up now on Spotify, Google Play. Yeah. Everywhere. Everywhere you can pick up a podcast, you can get the Bridge Podcast. Now we are sponsored by Boardwalk Plaza Hotel and Victoria's Restaurant. Boardwalk Plaza and uh, Victoria's Restaurant are located in Rehoboth Beach, Delaware. You can celebrate the pleasures of their, uh, well, the food that they serve, the it's good. atmosphere that they have set. It's lovely. It, it, it's all incredible. It's right there on the boardwalk. So you get the beach mm -hmm. just steps away and you can listen to the ocean as you dine or relax. I would completely recommend them any time of year. Mm. You can find them online, boardwalkplaza.com. Okay, so now on to the topics. We each were supposed to scour the internet or scroll through our news feeds and find our favorite human interest story that gave us hope in humanity. A little burst of shining light in the dark world that we all live in. <laughs> so who wants to go first? What did you guys bring this week? I'll go first. So I saw this on Bill uh, from who's also on the podcast sometimes. I saw this on his Facebook feed, and it just made me smile. Uh, a couple weeks ago was Halloween. Sure. And uh, he shared this video of the, you know how people have those doorbell cameras? Yeah, right, like uh, Nest or yeah, like what can, are some of can, them? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. But you could see 
like who's at the front door. Yeah. And one of these families left out a bowl of candy and you know, if you can't be there, you don't want to get your house egged or toilet sure. papered. You so better leave, you leave a candy. bowl of candy. <laughs> and this kid comes up to the bowl of candy and you can see it through the doorbell camera. And he, he looks in and there and the bowl's empty. Oh. And Aww. and he's he's disappointed and he he like looks behind him and there's like more trick or treaters coming up. There's this oh, little girl yeah. coming up. He takes he, he shoves his hand in his candy bag and takes out a couple handfuls of candy what? and refills the bowl. No way. No. <laughs> That's wild. Oh, wow. And then the little girl comes up and there's candy in the bowl and she takes some. Oh, <laughs> man. And I think what touched my heart the most about that is uh, like when, when, you know, Christmas or Halloween, any season where kids know they're going to get something. There can sometimes be like a, a lot of entitlement there. Mm. You know, like, oh, that's that's my candy. That's like mm. I, I went around and got that candy or those mm-hmm. are my presents. And not with this kid. He, he was like, oh, I've, I've got candy. I want, I want kids to have. That's really neat. I want kids to have some candy. That's really cool. I could learn from his example. <laughs> well, what's cool but is. you can't have any of my candy, Mark. Uh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's a nice thought. Get off my candy. Right. No. <laughs> but what's cool is he not only wanted them to have candy, but he wanted them to have the experience of coming up and going, ooh, yeah. there's the candy. Let's yeah. get some. Right. You know? So it's kind of. That's neat. I wonder what went through his little head. That's so cool. Let I don't know. Speak. Yeah. I don't know, but it made me smile. It does. <laughs> That's a sweet story. Does uh, mine came a couple of weeks ago. Uh, there's a teacher named Mary Chambers in Tampa, Florida. She teaches a bunch of third graders, and uh, she opened a folder in her classroom and found a note inside from nine-year-old little Parker Williams, hmm. along with a Ziploc bag that had $15 cash in it. And it had a note that he, that Parker had written. He said, I don't think that teachers get paid enough for what they do. So will you accept this gift? Oh my gosh. (laughs) And uh, then he, and he wrote it in ink and then he added my own money and drew an arrow to the $15 that was included (laughs) in the bag. (laughs) Well, Ms. Chambers was so touched by his kind gesture. She later found out that the $15 came from his birthday money. Oh. And she'd been teaching for 16 years. She said, I've had sweet gestures from students in the past, but I've never had anyone give me money. She wrote back to uh, Parker, I can't accept this, but appreciate the gesture, Parker. Students like you are the reason I teach. And then when, of course... Parker's parents were going through his book bag and found the note from the teacher. They had no idea that he'd even written the note oh, no. or turned in Get money. Out. And they were equally as touched, I'll you bet. know, by their son's gesture. And I thought my first thought was, what a sweet little kid. And my second thought was, why would he think that about teachers unless he'd heard his parents or overheard someone talking sure. about, mm-hmm. you know, par- uh, teachers not teachers. making yeah. that much money. And just that his heart was so um, generous that he wanted to help her. I thought that is that just is, a beautiful thing. That's super generous. That's and a- having two little kids, you know, kids don't have day jobs like us. Right. <laughs> it takes a little while to rack up $15 yeah, and yeah. then to be able to just say, I want to give that to someone else. Yeah. Wow. Oh, That's a, a big, generous guy. heart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very thoughtful. I'm sensing a theme of generosity. Yeah. In this episode. <laughs> From kids. Yeah. yeah. That's the really cool thing. 
Yeah, well, and I'll follow because uh, how many of us have Legos or had Legos when we were growing up? Mm-hmm. We've got floors covered in Legos at my house. <laughs> <Ouch>. My <laughs> son loves Legos and um, he can't get enough and every, he wants every single set. But, you know, there comes a time where you have more bins of unconnected Legos mm-hmm. than you have, you know, instruction books to put them together or yeah. space in your room to even to mm-hmm. even make use of these Legos. So it turns out that the Lego group has announced a new program called Lego Replay, where you can donate your unused or your discarded Legos to children in need, kids who are underprivileged or have some some need. And so it's really cool. What they have done is they've partnered with a group called Give Back Box. And this is a larger organization that actually works with uh, Teachers for America and Boys and Girls Clubs. And Give Back Box is a charity that recycles all kinds of things for people in need. Last year, I I guess, or or each year anyway, 11 million tons of unused clothing, footwear, and other textiles end up in landfills. Mm. So some of that includes toys and especially Legos. Mm. And so, you know, Legos are something you might over time pass down from yourself to your kid and and maybe you would pass it on to a friend or you'd pick it up at a yard sale i know we do that a lot but when you're done with the legos they can go somewhere and get a new life now which is like so cool and it's very easy this isn't it's not like costly it's super simple all you have to do is collect the loose legos place them in a cardboard box visit the lego replay website print the free shipping label and you're done Really? Yes. Free shipping. That's it. Wow. So Wow. They made it really I mean, easy. there is no excuse not to participate in this program. Um, everything, you're thinking, oh, okay, now some kid's going to get my gross, like, Legos that are, like, covered in <laughs> <laughs> everything. No, actually, all of, the, all of the Legos get sorted and inspected by hand, and then they're given a rigorous cleaning. So oh, fresh good. Legos reach kids in need. <laughs> what a job. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah, right? Can you imagine? <laughs> So I, I think it's really neat. A majority of those that are received are going to go through Teach for America, and they'll be provided to thousands of classrooms across the country for those kids who, who do have a need. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's neat. It, it also is uh, more leverage for me when the kids don't clean their room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There you go. So. <laughs> you know, Legos can also be used as a theft deterrent or an intruder. That's right. You know, <laughs> yep. spread them out on the yeah, floor. Yeah, just pull put them on Kevin the floor. McAllister. <laughs> that and, hurts yeah. more than, yeah. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine being the one who has to clean the Legos and there's like, there's a mystery substance dry <laughs> underneath <laughs> this Lego. Mm-hmm. But I'm pretty sure it's like a giant dishwasher. For the thing. Thing. Well, that would be, <laughs> yes. Wouldn't you love to see what they use to wash I'm, the... I'm imagining yeah. like just a, a row of people with conveyor belts and, <laughs> tooth, <laughs> and toothbrushes. Tiny little like bottle just, brushes going... Just getting, yeah, full oh. right. flossers. Yeah. Oh. Or did they make a big washing machine out of Legos? No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> too far. Too far. One step too far. Ben, what did you bring us today? Well, you know, I... It is a human interest story, but it's kind of, um, it's someone that I know, so it's not Mm -hmm. a random thing, but in Seaford, Mm -hmm. there is a, an organization called Love Inc., which is very near and dear to my heart, and the executive director is Susan. For years, she has tried to pull churches together to serve beyond the church walls. So not only are we serving beyond, but we're doing it with other churches that may or may not be of our denomination. And so Love Inc. was created, and it's a network of churches. And 
most of what they do is connect the need with the solution. So it's not like they have a warehouse somewhere or a big bank account or whatever. They are in the know. So if something can only go so far with a state agency, mm-hmm. then churches are not bound by that and they can kind of pick up. And so it can be um, homelessness, it can be um, housing, food, all that kind of stuff. Hmm. Well, she didn't stop there. Um, homelessness was more of a problem in Western Sussex than we realized. Mm. So out of that and all of her efforts started the Sussex County Homeless Coalition. Wow. And so it also includes, you know, it's all of Sussex County. So Rehoboth and it, it just looks different on Delmarva sometimes in different areas. And but she didn't stop there. Um <laughs> Code Purple Sussex County is powered by Love, Inc. And so all of the churches that are participating that can do a um, cold weather shelter, um, a warm place to sleep, and they help with that. They coordinate all that. They coordinate the volunteers, free training. You know, it's kind of like there's a need here. What can I do about it? Wow. And then they did one other thing. She started something called Bridges. And basically, it is essential supports for substance abuse and mental health. So as we all know, those two are big things that affect not only Delmarva, but beyond. Mm -hmm. And so I went to their conference um, this past year, and there was someone from churches, nonprofits, faith-based nonprofits, state agencies, county prisons, schools, law enforcement, hospitals. All these people came together to talk about the opioid epidemic and mental health, how that plays into it. I was just like, you know, someone if someone puts their mind to it, Mm -hmm. and she didn't have... The money to give to these situations to go fund a program mm-hmm. for somebody to go do this she just said well i can talk and make relationships and let's just start somewhere mm. and so it's a different take on a human interest story but i love that we all can do our part and it's our loaves and fishes that we bring and mm. god multiplies yeah mm. and she didn't stop with just one effort did she i mean i would think this is enough. Look at all that I'm doing <laughs> yeah. here. Let's just, okay, this is overwhelming. And did I mention she's a wife and a mother yeah. also? <laughs> <laughs> That's incredible. Um, and I have met Susan. She's a wonderful woman. She is. And she's got a huge heart and compassion for people around her. So yep. she's ideally suited to, to fill she that role. She is. We love her. Yeah. That's pretty incredible. Well, I really appreciate all of you bringing these cool stories forward. It's neat to see what just one person can do in our own backyard to make a difference in so many more lives. And it's, it's great to see those things cropping up all over the country. And, um, you know, the only question left is what can you do? Where are you going to shine a little light in the dark corner of the world that you live in? Find something that you're passionate about and turn your, turn your sleeves up and get to work. And maybe you'll be one of our next human interest stories. There you go. Well, be sure to download the Bridge mobile app to get the latest podcast episodes. And if you enjoyed the podcast, please share it with a friend. You can provide feedback and suggest show topics when you email podcast at 887thebridge.com. You can get complete show notes. We'll link to all of these stories. And you can get all of that on our website, 887thebridge.com. 